We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Well, I trust you've been ministered to by our teaching on how to avoid tragedy in your lives. We finished up the last session talking about wrong praying. I want to add to that a joke that I heard, and it's a little funny, it's humorous, but I think it bears out the point about wrong praying. You see, we talked about how you pray wrong and can cause problems to come your way. I heard the story of a missionary that he's going through the jungle, you know, and he runs right face to face with a lion. Being a man of prayer as he was, he just fell right down on his knees and said, Now, dear Lord Jesus, I pray that this be a good Christian line. The old line, he just hunkered down on his front legs and put his paws together and said, Father, I thank you for this food, now bless it to my body. <laughs> so, you see, he got his prayer answered, but he's in trouble. Now, that's the way many of us have been. Because of a lack of knowledge... You can get into more trouble than you know how to get out of by praying wrongly. So I just wanted to add that in there. Remember that the prayer of faith saves the sick. The Lord shall raise them up. Without knowing the will of God, you can't pray the prayer of faith. Now we're going to talk about in this session, we're in chapter number 8, the heart produces what you plant. Now, probably every one of you are familiar enough with gardens and planting to know that you have to have soil to plant seed in. Any farmer knows that without seed, he's in trouble. And if a farmer gets in bad straits during the winter and decides to eat his seed, he's going to starve. And that's what some people do. But the point I want to share with you is what God's Word says about the process of sowing in the heart. Now, the heart, when I refer to the heart, we're going to be talking about the human spirit. I believe it's the inner part. It is the core and the center of man's being. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27 says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. So I believe that the human spirit is what the Bible is calling the heart when Jesus refers to the heart. Now, from my study of the Word of God in the New Testament, I can't find where Jesus ever talked about the physical heart of man. There's a few places that people could construe it to mean the physical heart of man, but personally I don't believe that it's referring to the physical heart of man. It's really referring to the human spirit or the real you which is the spirit man. Now, James, the first chapter, verse 26, James says, If any man seemeth to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, he deceiveth his own heart. And that man's religion is in vain. In other words, words that you speak out of your mouth can deceive your heart. Now, if you don't understand that, then that's probably the reason that you've suffered some of the problems down through life that you have. Because the words that you speak go into your heart as seed. And they produce there. They can lead you in the right direction, or they can lead you in the wrong direction. Depending on what you put in here, whether it was right or whether it was wrong. Now, I've had people to take occasion with me to 
say, well, now, I just don't believe that the human spirit or the born-again human spirit would lead me astray. Well, now, let's analyze that for a minute. See, their contention is that if you're born again, you have the Spirit of God in you, then you won't be deceived. You'll be led by the Spirit of God at all times. Well, let me ask you, how does born-again people get deceived then? And how is it that they're misled? How is it that they get into business deals where they lose hundreds and thousands of dollars and thought they were being led by the Spirit of God to do so? Well, the answer is very simple. They were led by their own spirit, but not by the Spirit of God. And what caused their own spirit to lead them, the human spirit to lead them there, was words that they had spoken. See, you can speak words that will deceive your heart. Now, let me show you what James is talking about here when he says that if a man does not bridle his tongue, he'll deceive his own heart. Your word is taken by the human spirit to be exactly what you want to come to pass. Now, that's how we're made. Now, the Lord explained it to me this way. He said, my word is my will for mankind. And he said, man's word should be his will toward me. In other words, we ought to always speak the words that are our will. Don't be talking things that you don't want to come to pass. You see, people talk all the time about their sickness, their disease, my heart attack. Wasn't yours, it was the devil's. He gave it to you. And you received it. You signed for it. <laughs> See, we need to learn to resist the devil. So, the words that we speak become important in the spirit of man. Now, the Bible goes into great detail, Jesus did, in telling you how it works. Now, any farmer, you see, I farm for 30 years... And I guess maybe I understand some of these things a little quicker than some others do because of the experience in that area. But when you plant a seed in the ground, the ground does not decide whether it's right or wrong what you planted. The job that that soil is to do is to cause that seed that you planted to produce. Now, if that seed is a grain of wheat, you're going to raise wheat. You're not going to raise soybeans if you plant wheat. You're not going to raise tomatoes if you plant cucumbers. Everything produces after its kind. Now, the soil does not decide what is going to be raised. It is the seed that determines what will be raised. Now, see, the point I'm driving at is the fact that the reborn human spirit can be misled. You can either be led or misled by the human spirit. Now, the Spirit of God will always lead you aright if you follow the Spirit of God. But you could be born again and miss the Spirit of God a thousand miles, as many people have done that. So, the thing that I want to do is just take a scriptural journey and show you the Bible basis for what I'm saying. Now, I'm saying some things here that we're going to qualify from the Word of God. And then you be the judge of what Jesus said about it. All right, let's go to Mark, the 11th chapter, in verse 23. Let me quote it for you. Jesus says, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart. Notice, it's in his heart where this works. Faith works in the heart, in the spirit, but shall believe that those things which he saith. 
Not just what he said to the mountain now, but everything that he says. He must believe that everything he says will come to pass. In other words, Jesus is pointing out to us that we need to have faith in every word we speak. Don't just speak a lot of foolishness that you don't believe. Don't do that. It weakens your faith. You're talking all day long, saying, Woo, isn't it a big dog when it's a little bitty dog? You're saying, Boy, isn't it hot outside when it's 20 below? You're speaking perverse speech. You're not releasing faith in the words you speak. So what it does, it really immobilizes the human spirit to where your spirit does not react as it should to the words you speak. So it causes some problems internally for you or spiritually for you. So we should speak the thing that we desire and speak the thing that the Word said to speak. Say to the mountain, to the problem, be removed. Now that's what Jesus said about it. Now let me carry you to another passage of Scripture. Luke, the 17th chapter. The disciples had said to Jesus, pardon me, it wasn't the disciples at all, it was the apostles. Now you'd have thought that they would have known better than that. But they said, Lord, increase our faith. Give us some more faith. And listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said, if he had faith as a seed... You would say unto this sycamine tree. Now he starts talking about an object, see. He's giving them an object lesson. That's what he's doing in Mark the 11th chapter, verse 23. He's giving you an object lesson of how to use the God kind of faith on everyday circumstances. He is not talking about moving Mount Everest or the Rocky Mountains and casting them into the sea. Neither is he talking about, here in the 17th chapter of Luke, moving a forest. He's talking about a problem area in your life. If you had faith as a seed, now get the word there, seed. If you had faith as a seed, you would say, he's telling you that faith works like a seed. The way you plant it is to say it. You speak the thing desired, what you want done with it. And he says that it would obey you. The inanimate object, the problem, the situation would obey you. And if you'll just check up on it, it has been obeying you all these years. But you've been telling it to grow greater and bigger and you can't get over it. (laughs) Well, you need to change that. Now let's go to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, verse 13. Paul says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken, we also believe and therefore speak. Now, what Paul is saying is whatever you believe, you're going to speak. He's quoting an Old Testament scripture found in Psalms 116, verse 10, where David said, I believe and therefore have I spoken. Paul says, we also believe and we speak. Well, now, you want to know why you've been saying all those bad things and all of this negative stuff? Because you believed it. You're releasing it out of your mouth. You're releasing spiritual forces. You're releasing your faith in those things that you've been talking. That's why it's important that you watch what you say. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we have all of this week CD offer number 7233. It's entitled, The Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. The Cure for Doubt and unbelief. Well, somebody said, how are you going to cure doubt and unbelief? With the Word of God. Now, what the Apostle Paul said is, the Word is nigh thee, it is even in thy mouth and in thy heart. 
Now, where does faith work? Faith works in the heart. Faith does not work in the head. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation, the Apostle Paul said. Now, faith is resident in the Word of God, because in Romans ten seventeen Paul said, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. In other words, faith in God comes by hearing the Word of God. Right on the other hand, faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil, so you don't want to get on that side of the situation. But if you speak the Word of God, proclaim the Word of God, keep God's Word before you, it produces faith in the heart. Now, the Apostle Paul said in Romans the 10th chapter, he said, The Word is nigh thee. The Word of promise is as close to you as getting it in your mouth, and in other words, and speaking it into your heart. That's where it works. It's in the heart. It's like planting a seed. In the parable of the sower, Jesus said, The sower soweth the Word. And the word of God is sown in the heart of man. He likens it to a seed you plant in the soil. It makes a demand on the soil. The soil has to produce what was planted. It has no choice. The same way as with the word of God, it will produce faith in you. The cure for doubt and unbelief is God's word spoken out of your mouth or hearing and hearing the word of God. Offer number 7233, Cure for Doubt and Unbelief. For a total of $19, we have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Couch reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.